Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, April 19th edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here Monday and Tuesdays on the MAOB Daily po- uh, Daily Podcast. It's Big Marcel. What's going on, man? I can't keep quiet again like yesterday, you know. <laughs> All good, man. So actually, my, my mother was like uh, earlier today, she's like, what was happening with you and Adam in the podcast? I was like, what are you talking about? I see us like in the beginning when you didn't reply to him. I was like, why do you even l- look at that? <laughs> you know I mean? She thought she, she watches it. She wa- yeah, the first the first five minutes normally. So I'm oh, really <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Marcel's mom? What's your name? My name? Her name. <laughs> Her name, Ian. Eid? Eid? Ian. Ian. Nice to meet you. Nice to talk to her. I'm, I'm, got, I'm gonna give her a nice shout out there. I uh, got the guys in the chat. Hypes here, Tristan, Joe. What's going on, everyone? Glad you guys are here. Now, I'm looking forward to talking about this card. So, uh, first thing, we do have a replacement fight. We're going to bring it up right off the bat. We'll talk about this fight first. Okay, so actually, let me just um, talk about, like, uh, overview quickly. UFC Vegas 52 preview. We're going to break down the whole card. Um, we're still waiting on an opponent for for Preston Parsons. Um so I don't know, Marcel. You have any info at all you can give us? He'll he'll get an opponent for sure, but there's nothing being decided yet. But they have an opponent for him, so I expect something in the upcoming few hours. Let's hope. Yeah, no doubt. And I got Tristan in the chat. He's asking if we're going to do like PFL and Bellator today. We'll talk about the briefly. It, there's so much MMA this weekend, guys. It's insane. UFC, LFA, PFL, two car, uh, PFL, Bellator's got two cards. Fury fighting championship. This is crazy. It's an insane week, Marcel. And Tyson Fury's fighting too in boxing, so it's insane. Mm-hmm. Glenn says hi to Marcel's mom. Yep. Anyways, so the other fight that we'll just talk about this now. So we're gonna break down all the fights now. We don't have odds for this fight, but this fight's a, it's a, I believe it's official now. Chase Sherman's coming back to the UFC. He was cut, but he got re-signed, and uh, Chase Sherman's gonna be fighting Alexander Romanov on short notice here, guys. So we'll start that off. We'll start off with with the, the podcast today with that fight. Because we don't have odds for it, but I think it's fair to say, Marcel, that he's going to be at least minus a thousand. Yeah, I can oh, see him yeah. even more. Like it could, honestly, guys, you might see like one of the biggest lines of UFC history in this fight. Like I think it, uh, he's going to be an absolutely gigantic favorite. And Dean Barry, we're going to talk about in a few minutes. He's also a huge favorite. Uh, I, I think that it's possible Sherman's going to be even a bigger underdog than Mike Jackson is in that fight. So, like I said, Marcel, I think it's probably going to be like minus a thousand. Uh, what do you think, man? Like, like. I, I'm sure you're gonna pick Romanov, right? Bro, honestly, if Romanov doesn't finish him, it looks bad on him. You know what I mean? So, um, dude, Sherman, if he's on the ground, he's, he will be helpless. I think against Romanov. You know, Romanov definitely gonna try to get it to the ground. Yeah. Um, dude, let's be really honest, man. If Romanov doesn't win this, like I said earlier, I'd be super shocked, man. This would be a, a huge upset, in my yeah. opinion. Um, so, yeah, I would say Romanov by everything he wants, pretty much. He can knock him out in the first round, second round. He can submit him. You know, he's no disrespect to Sherman, but Romanov is better everywhere than Sherman. So, Romanov should win this one. It's, he, it's, will, uh, he will win this fight. I don't even think it's I a mean, question. Now the question is, like, how does he win? That's what we yeah, have to figure out. Yeah, first round submission. Yeah, for submission. Okay, I think ground and pound, man. I think Possibly. he's just king, king pot now. He did get submitted in his last fight, Sherman. He's got one submission loss in his career, four knockout losses. Mm-hmm. I, um, I just think he gets taken down and beat the hell up for, for a few minutes and then, you know, probably just gets TKO'd. The referee has to step in and stop the fight. That's what I think happened. And look at Romanov. So he's six knockouts, eight submissions. There's no doubt he finishes this fight, okay? We're just trying to figure out how. 
<laughs> Again, we don't have odds out, guys. We're just guessing right now. But even like uh, first round uh, prop might be worth it, you know, or second round even too. That's the question. Like maybe Sherman could get be tough enough to get to the second round, possibly. And you might see better value on the second round prop. So I'm just saying it's possible because you never know. Like maybe you know he just controls him for the first round. Again, there's no doubt Romanov wins, but I just wish we had lines for it, you know. He's going to win the fight, though, guys. And like Marcel said, the submission is very possible. Chase just really quick tapped against Collier in his last fight. Marcel it was a pretty quick tap. Um, but I think he grounded pounds the man. So that's that's my pick, first round grounded pound. I'm just saying, like, take a look at the props they come because second round could also happen, too. You know, I, I would say first or second round. Um, but, yeah, he, he definitely wins. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually not cool with this matchup at all, man. I think it doesn't make sense. I'm happy they get Roman off a fight, you know, because he was already in Vegas. But yeah. man, could have really didn't come up with something better, you know? Because yeah. I did hear yesterday uh, some rumblings that uh, Waldo Cor yeah. Cortes Acosta was yeah. maybe in the running for this fight. I would have loved that to be, I'd be really honest. Well, with you. I'm glad that guy didn't take the fight because he's going to have a good career. And True. I think his management did him a solid by saying, you know what? I understand. Pass, pass on it for now because it's a horrible matchup. He probably would have yeah. lost or taken down. That guy's going to be good, I think. He just needs – even if he fights another time in LFA, they're going to eventually sign him. So I think that for him, it was a good call not to uh, to take it. At that I point, I don't think anyone wanted to fight Roman off on short notice, so they had to take uh, someone that would you know, accept the fight. And they circle back to a guy that was just released, I believe, a few months ago and changed Serbian. So it's kind oh, of yeah, go ahead. You saw that thing that uh, that that's, uh, that Andy a guy named Andy posted on Twitter. I'm sending it now to you, private message. You should really check it. It's so hilarious. Okay, I'll check it right now. I'll send it to you. I send it to you. Oh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. That is... <laughs> that's so funny. Oh yeah. Okay, so Cole Sheldon just he just talked to Chase Sherman, guys. Yeah. I just spoke to Chase Sherman about stepping up a four days notice against Romanov. Chase got a four fight deal along with the UFC doubling his pay for taking the fight on short notice. So there you go. Oh, wow. Instead of getting 10 and 10, he'll get 20 and 20. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I actually think he makes a little bit more than that. He's probably making like 25, 25, 30, 30, something like that, I would say. Because he's had like, I want to say like eight to 10 fights in the UFC at this point. So anyway, let me get some right. comments, guys. Sorry? Well, be a start run, right? Yeah, yeah no, right. Like, it, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't. He didn't fight between the the last time he got cut. Yeah, so. but he was cut. So he was cut. I know. I know. I don't. Yeah, he was yeah. cut, Dan. He was cut. Let me get these comments, guys. I missed some of them. Um, worth it says thanks for the early podcast, boys. Love to see it. Hey, man, we like doing it early in the week too. So I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we got the news of the Sherman thing like an hour ago. At least we had some time to like think about. It. It's not that it didn't take a brain surgeon to figure out who's going to win this fight. Let's be honest. No. This is like a no brainer. It's a no doubter. Like I said, I think at least minus a thousand, it could be minus two thousand. I would not be surprised myself. You saw the biggest line UFC history in this fight, which I believe at this point, I want to say it was Dobson against. That's what uh, I want to say, Agapova. Agapova, right? That's what I think it is too. I think it is still. So I, I, I don't think the Sherman's going to get the upset here. Watch for sure. Yeah, he'll get another fight. K or something first. I think. I think for sure. But I'm just saying, like, you could take a look at second round too. Okay. Because when the props come out, you're probably going to have to lay juice on first round. It'll probably be like minus 200. Yeah. That's what everyone thinks is going to happen. So that might that is a good chance of hitting, let's be honest. But it could be second round. And that could be like plus 300. Remember when, when Hamza fought Burns, right? Everyone thought first round. They're all taking, you know, there's basically even money. And then the decision prop is like plus 500. So sometimes you got to look at those props. That's all I'm saying. I don't think this fight goes to decision, though. I'd be surprised. Ground and pound. That's what I think. Forearm choke, possibly. Yeah, Sherman would tap out from that, too, I think. You know? Cloud, finally able to catch you guys live. What's good, fellas? Hey, man, what's going on? Glad to have you here in the chat, dude. That's awesome. For sure. I think I think it'll be like 
this, this, I think you have to basically decide what you're going to do. You can take either the TK or the sub. They'll probably both be like even money, like slightly plus money. You have to kind of decide which one you're going to take. Marcel's going submission. I'm going TKO, ground and pound. I, I, I agree. He'll take this. He'll probably get this fight, Sherman, and he'll get like one more against like uh, Jared Vandera. They could do that fight next. You know what I mean? Something like the, that, Marcel. The, the winner of Alan Bodo against Josh Parisian. Harry Hunsucker, someone like that. Is he, he or is Hunsucker cut? Is he still in the roster or cut? I, I think he's cut as well. <laughs> All these cuts. Yeah, it's, it's Sherman and, and, and Romanov now, man. It's just a terrible matchup for him. I mean, geez, it's a bad matchup. Alex, what's going on, man? He's at uh, PFL week one in, in I want to say, Dallas, Texas, I believe. I think that's where it is. So that's awesome. Or Arlington, Texas. Arlington. That's mm-hmm. awesome, Alex. Have fun, man. All right. I think we should go to the next fight here, Marcel. I think we've talked enough about uh, Chase Sherman and Alzer Romanov because, yeah, this fight's an easy one to call. It sucks that Bozer got out, but it is what it is. All right. Let's go to the next fight in the card. Another massive mis- mismatch, according to the odds. You're going to have, well, that fight will be later in the card. But, anyways, we'll talk about this one now. Dean Barry versus Mike Jackson. Dean Barry making his UFC debut. Minus 1,500. <laughs> plus 750 on Mike Jackson. This is um, an insane line. Give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Um, yeah, what can you say, right? The, the UFC actually booked this fight before. And um, then it didn't happen. And now they rebooked it again. Yep. Um, the thing is, with Dean Barry, I, I, listen, man, I think I, I like him. He's not a bad fighter at all. But... I, the feeling is like the UFC maybe wants to give him a good start here against Mike Jackson. You know what I mean? Mike Jackson, dude, he is oh one and oh and one no contest. That uh, even that win against CM Punk got overturned two years later. So yeah, <laughs> what can you say? Pretty much, it's like I know Mike Jackson from the LFA, where he makes uh, where he's the uh, photographer, right, at the weigh-ins and uh, at the show. I don't know if he still does that, but that's what he did. Um, uh, Barry, yeah, I sometimes talk to Barry. He's a really cool guy. But uh, this will be actually, you know, he has a loss against Anthony uh, Taylor, right? Yeah, dude, uh, yeah. yeah, the dude who fought for Bum and Bellator against Gallagher, I think, as well. Um, I think Barry wins this fight, dude. I mean, I think pretty much everybody thinks that besides Mac Jackson's family members and his teammates. So um, taking Barry... Probably maybe TKO second round. I don't know, man. So no, I, I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion. You knocked him out, man. I don't even yeah. think that's a question. Uh, so um, the second I, round, first round for me, you know. Right. And uh, the other day, the under one and a half was plus 120. Now it's it's minus 110 now, so it's still pick him. I think he finishes in the first round. So, I gotta be honest with you guys, I, I didn't know much about Dean Barry. People talk about on Twitter, like Irish people and stuff. I'm like, who is this guy? I just always three and one. If I watch this tape, you can watch the fights on Fight Passing on YouTube. Watched all four. He has four fights, I believe. I watched them all. His wrestling's not very good, guys. I gotta be honest with you. It's not very good, Marcel. Every one of his fights he's been taken down. Um, having said that, he got back up in a lot of them, except for the Taylor fight. The other ones he got back up and then knocked the guy out. His striking is very good. It's very accurate. It's very powerful. And Mike Jackson is just he's he's guys, he's not a UFC caliber fighter at all. He's got two fights. Um, you know, he's a guy, he's doing this for fun. He's been interviewed. He said, I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing it as a bucket list thing. It's not because he's a good fighter. No offense to him. He's in the UFC somehow. But this is a fight for Dean Barry to win. And he will win this fight by first round knockout. I have no doubt in my mind. So Dean Barry by first round knockout. Whenever the Dean Barry round one prop comes out, I think that's one to take a look at, guys. Um, if you watch that Mickey Gall fight, one punch dropped Mike Jackson. And then he submitted him 45 seconds into the fight. Uh, Dean Barry, as, as long as he doesn't get taken down and held down, which I doubt, which I really doubt. He might get taken down. It's possible. 
but mm-hmm. I don't think he'll get held down for very long. Once he gets back up, Mike Jackson's in trouble. So oh. Dean Barry by first round knockout. I don't even think it's a question, Marcel. This is a, a lock of the night. I mean, it really is. I hate using that word, but this is a lock. I'm going to say it right now. That's a lock, Marcel. I, I remember when the UFC announced uh, Mickey Gall against – they said Mickey Gall against Michael Jackson. So they said. Yeah, I remember that. And that I, was hilarious. I thought, yeah, I thought everybody took the wrong picture from a Michael Jackson and other MMA fighter, you know. And nobody was – and people were like, who is this guy? And then it was Mike Jackson. And then everybody knew, oh, it's that Mike Jackson. Okay. Yeah, really weird to pick that. Is this a UFC level fight? Mm, I don't think so, man. Not at all. I mean, De- Dean Barry. Here's the thing: he's got he's a really good striker. I'll say that. After just watching him the other day, he's a good striker, man. But you know, I don't think and the wrestling's very good at all. Sorry, and he has got also, five fights, not four. I should. Also, the fight will be at one one seventy, right? And he wants to go back to one forty five after this fight. So no, one fifty five, one fifty. Oh, 150, I thought yeah, one fifty five. He's never fought there before. I don't think. Okay. Um, he's fought a few times at one fifty five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's got power. I mean, but the thing is, honestly, guys, like the guys he's fought, the one guy in, in, uh, UAE warrior, which wasn't too bad, but the guy he just fought in Titan was such a joke. The guy's six and 30. He got knocked out in like maybe 30 seconds, uh, 21 seconds. It was a complete joke of a fight. Dude died for his legs and couldn't get the takedown. Just, he just got pounded out. It was, it was really sad to see this Drew Lipton guy. He's a complete scrub. Um, Jackson's UFC because he trades with Mick Maynard. It's true. I mean, he used to, so Mick Maynard used to be the, um, I think he used to own LFA. It used to be called Legacy Fighting Championship. Now it's LFA because it merged with RFA. So I think Mick used to be the owner. He was the matchmaker, everything. And Mike was the photographer for LFA. So that's a, that's kind of how he got in the UFC, I think, in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, he made sense to fight CM Punk, I think, Marcel, because that fight was a complete joke. CM Punk was the worst fighter in UFC history, in my opinion. The guy had no business being in the octagon. I just think – and Mike Jackson, too. I mean, at least Mike's got experience in combat sports. You know, CM Punk, yeah, he's got pro wrestling, but – I'm just saying, like, there's so many people, Marcel, that work their whole life to get to the UFC that don't get that opportunity. Yeah. And then a guy like that only did because he's rich, basically famous. That's kind of a joke, in my opinion, you know? I thought that guy was a horrible fighter. I used to, I used to, you know, really ride him hard. He ended up blocking me on Twitter because he didn't like me saying he's not a real fighter. And he's not a real fighter, I CM Punk. Sorry, but he's not. I know he fought in the UFC, but that's only because he's rich and has connections. He had no business being there, Marcel. I'm just saying, Jay Ellis has more of a right to be in the UFC than this guy. All right? I'm going to say that right now. Jay Ellis should have been in the UFC before. Jay Ellis yeah. reference, guys. That's a Jay. If they were bringing back, he could fight Jay Ellis. They could do that fight. Maybe some, maybe Jay will win by rear naked choke <laughs> himself. Anyways, uh, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Marcin Pratchio versus Philippe Linz. Odds for this one pretty tight. Minus one fifteen Pratchio, minus one hundred five Linz. So basically, I pick him here, Marcel. Very very tight odds. What's your thoughts on this one, my friend? Yeah, Philippe Lenz, what can we say about him? Pulls out a lot, a lot of fights. Uh, had two fights so far in the UFC, lost two. Um, and I, I think he, he, he gets uh, $75,000 plus seventy-five for his yeah. fights. So Ali got him a of, good contract because he's yeah. you know, coming for PFL, yeah. Yeah, he is a former PFL champion. Um, but he hasn't showed it at all in the UFC so far, man. Looked very flat. And uh, now it's at light heavyweight, right? This is his light heavyweight debut, I think. He's fighting Martin Pratnio. Pratnio won his last two fights before that three losses. Four, four or three, three losses, right? And all but knockout, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Martin has Dutch coaches in his corner. <laughs> um, I mean, <sighs> listen, man, it's very simple. I just can't pick Linz here. You know what I mean? What I've seen from Linz in the UFC so far is really bad. You know, and I think you all agree with me on that. 
And I got to say, Prognio, he started very bad as well, but at least he lost. He won his last two fights. The Khalil Roundtree was kind of 50-50, but I scored it for him. And the last one uh, was a good finish, you know? So, yeah, I I'm picking Prognio here, man. I'm going with a decision win there for Monty Prognio. I like Prochio in this fight. I think the line is good, too. A, a pick on price. This is a fade on Philippe Wins for me. The guys look absolutely terrible in the UFC. Dropping mm -hmm. a weight class now is not going to save him, I don't think, Marcel. The guy's pulled out so many fights recently, too. Like, he was supposed to fight Ben Rothwell a couple times. OSP. Um, Azimat Mirzakhanov. Now he's got a fight where I guess he thinks he can win. You know, Prochio, you know, when he came to the UFC, Marcel, with all those knockout losses, I was really surprised they gave him another fight. Then he beat Khalil Roundtree, and I'm like, damn, he just beat a really good striker. And the last fight, I know Ike's not very good, but that body kicking man was just brutal. The guy's really improved, man. I'm going to say that right now. He's really improved his game. Whereas Linz, I don't think Linz has improved. I think he's gotten worse, Marcel. And, you know, a lot of people have suggested maybe he was on the sauce in PFL. You know, a lot of people have said that. Because um, the guy in PFL just looked like a completely different fighter, a much more dominant fighter. Uh, I think this is the guy that was back in Bellator. He's getting knocked out by, you know, guys that we are, you know, I know Nemkov knocked out, but Kleber Silva, Philippe Linz was minus 400 in that fight got knocked out. Uh, the guy's been knocked out a bunch of times. Bozer knocked him out. It's not like Bozer knocks out a lot of people either. I think Prasho can knock him out, Marcel. I actually think he can knock him out. Um, I, 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 I like this spot on Prasho, guys, at a pick-em price. I'm willing to take a shot on it because it's just a pick-em. You know, you don't, you're barely laying any juice. And I think it's a good spot to fade Philip wins. I just don't think he's UFC caliber at all. Whereas Prasho, I think, is making the improvements. And he's he's proven me wrong. You know, Marcel, he's got some nice wins in the last couple of fights. And the, the Khalil Roundtree win is a nice win. You know, he outstruck Khalil Roundtree for three rounds. That's pretty impressive, I think. So... How does Linz even win? He had to knock him out, I guess. But I think it's more likely Linz gets knocked out. I'm going with Prachio by knockout in this one, Marcel. I think he finishes him. So, got to go with him. And Linz has just been so disappointing to me, guys, in my opinion. So, let's go to the next fight here. Flyweight bout. Ariki Lang against Cameron Else. Bantamweight. Answer this right. one. Pardon? Bantamweight. It's bantamweight. Yeah. Okay, well, you got to fix topology, my friend. It's it's wrong. Motherfuckers. Um, yeah, topology is wrong. Sorry, guys. UFC stats has it 135. Marcel's correct. He's going to go fix it now on topology. Yeah, immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. you got to fix it. I'm looking at it. I, I got a little confused there. Yeah, so it's, it's 135 pounds, which makes sense because that's where else fought his last fight. But I guess Ariki, uh, he's, he's moving up in weight class here after yeah. two straight losses at flyweight. Okay, so the odds for this one? Uh, Changed. You fixed it? Nice. Okay, yeah. good. The odds for this one, um, so minus 235 for Ricky Lang, plus 195 Cameron Else. Give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. And again, Bannon Wade Bowden, this one, guys. Yeah, I don't know if Cameron has a kid, but I hope he calls him someone. Um, such a bad joke, I know, but I had to make it. Um, Ricky Lang, I got to be honest, man. I don't think it's 0-2. Is as bad as it looks on his record. You know what I mean? Because his fight against, his, uh, fight against uh, Molina was a fight of the night. It was a super fun fight to watch. Great he had fight. his moments there, yeah. I think Molina won uh, deservedly, but I uh, already had his moments there. Yeah. And if you look at the fight with Dern, it was a really close fight, which he could have won. You know, it was a close fight. So it looks kind of worse than it actually is. You know, if you look at Cameron Els, he had a super tough uh, UFC debut, right, against Carlo Phillips. Went with him to the second round, but got stopped. Um, got a win over Paddy Pimblett uh, early in his career. Um, yeah, man, this is actually very difficult, man. I think both guys uh, are talented. Uh, one guy is 28, the other guy is 30. Um, the thing is, do I 
trust Auri Kilang at 135. You know what I mean? Oh, come on, because, hold on, hold on. By the way, are you sure he's 30? Because UFC stats says he's 30, he's turning 34 next week. So oh. Cameron else. Oh, okay. It says it says he's born in 87 on UFC stats. You guys have 91 in topology, so I'm just letting you know that. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go by UFC stats on that one. Yeah, right? I'm gonna check that for sure. You're gonna change um, that too. Eh? A lot of mistakes here. <laughs> if, I, if I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check it first, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. Thank it. God we got Marcel, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now I got the feeling I have to go with our rookie Langman. I, I really like what I saw from him in the fights he fought so far, and uh, Cameron else. Uh, I think he's an okay fighter, but I've slightly favoring Aroki Lang and a go on the decision win. Just to, I just did a little bit more research. Sherdog has him at age 30, but then MixedMartialArts.com has him at 34. So... <laughs> what the hell? I, I think he's 34, man. I think he is, but... I, I'm gonna look if he has a if he has a Facebook. Yeah, go check his... That's a good idea. So we gotta figure out how old he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she took Aroki Lang by, by decision, I guess? Is that what you said? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think so too, Marcel, but like I wouldn't bet on this fight. I would stay away from this one, guys. You know, this is an easy pass for me. Ariki Lang has looked okay in the UFC, but he's 0 2. You know, he hasn't won a fight yet. This is a fight he can win. He has a lot more experience than Cameron Ross as an MMA fighter, but, you know, he's not a great fighter. And he was taken down quite a bit against uh, Corey Durden five times in that fight, right? And Cameron Ross is, he's a decent grappler. He's not great. Um, I didn't know a ton about Cameron Ross either, Marcel. I was watching his fights, a bunch of the, like, uh, you know, fights are available to watch online. He's not too bad with submissions. You know, he obviously has that win over Patty Pimblet, which is, I guess, is probably why he's in the UFC. But other than the, the submissions, you know, he's not too good, man. And he can easily be finished, I think, too. Uh, doesn't seem to be very tough. He, he kind of gives up in fights. He's been TKO'd a bunch of times. But he does have a ton of first-round finishes, guys. He has, like, 10 first-round finishes. So... It's possible he could win in the first round. That's why I'm passing on this one myself. I'm going to stay away from it. I think he's a, a live dog in the first round. And Ariki Lang, you know, he's, he's a pretty tough dude, though. That's the thing, right? That's why I don't know if I could trust that happening. But he has been subbed a couple times. So it's possible, Marcel. I'm going to go with Ariki Lang by decision, Marcel. I think he does get his first win here in the UFC. But it's not confident, guys. This is definitely a potential upset spot, in my opinion. So, And I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Marcel. No, man. I'm, uh, like I said, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Man. Yeah, it's, it's the odds are a little off, guys. I, you know, I'm looking at right now. Some some sites minus two fifty. That seems a little high. You know, he might end up winning and he's be an easy parlay piece for me. It's a possible. Cameron better win or else. That is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, or else he'll get cut if he doesn't win. <laughs> the loser gets cut on this one, and else he's stronger. He trains at Jackson Wink. Um, he's been there for a long time, I believe. He, he's definitely a, a strong grappler, man. There's no doubt about it. If he gets the fight down, he could submit this guy. I think he's going to go like for a quick start, Marcel. And if he doesn't get the finish, you know, it's just not going to go his way. Actually, the more I think about it, he might get finished himself because, like I said, he, he seems to have some quit in his game, guys. Like, from what I've seen, like, if things are not going his way, Marcel, he'll kind of just let the referee stop the fight, from what I've seen. 10 and 5 record. I think all of those losses are my stoppage to you. I'm not really sure why he's in the UFC except for that win over Pimblet. I guess that's the reason why, right? Like, it must be it. Else has never won on the first round. His parents are, are almost real bad. Yeah, I mean, the only guy who was good is Patty. And that was Patty, like, as a young prospect. So, anyways, let's go to the next fight here. We have Tyson Pedro against Ike Villanueva. This odds are really high, too. Minus five, minus 600 for Tyson Pedro, plus 425 Ike Villanueva. Just crazy odds here, Marcel. So, what do you think, man? Tyson Pedro coming off a four year layoff here. He's a massive favorite. You think he gets the job done? Even though the four-year layoff, he should be able to win against Ike Villanueva, I think, man. I think Ike Villanueva, he was a real... 
and I don't want to be disrespectful, but I think he's a good fighter on the regional scene, but I don't see him cutting in the UFC. You know, he has a win over uh, Vinicius Moreira, but that dude got finished in every single fight he fought in the UFC. Somehow he won that uh, Dana White contender series Brazil fight against John Alan, I think. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I, I'm definitely favoring Tyson Tyson. I want to say Tyson Pedro. <laughs> Tyson Pedro. Um, I think he's a talented guy. He had just problems with lots of injuries. He was supposed to fight uh, last year on the New York card against John Allen. Never got uh, never got announced that fight because he pulled out. Um, yeah, I gotta go with him, man. We saw a lot of good things from him as well. Gotta be honest, we also saw a lot of not so good things from him. But I think he's a, he's a solid fighter, you know. And uh, I feel like he he puts him away as well in the first round, probably with the second round. Yeah, he should win. Tyson Pedro should win, but I, yeah. again, yeah, this is not a good spot to bet on either. I would stay away from this one um, from a side. I mean, like, there's really like minus six hundred. You're not really adding, you know, too much value, quote unquote, you know, to your if you put him in the parlor or whatever. And there's no way I would bet him straight. I don't bet anyone straight in this this high. He should win. There's no doubt. I'm not. I'm not saying he won't win, but for your layoff, he just lost as a minus five hundred favorite against Shogun. You know. Um, I, I would just pass. He should win by first round knockout, Marcel. I'm going to say that. I'm going to agree with you. Maybe you'd go for a prop, but I wouldn't lay the juice on this guy at this point. Um, Pedro by knockout is plus 200. I think that has a really good chance, Marcel. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at here. I, you're getting great value, I think, at plus 200 for a knockout. Submission is plus 125. What do you think? Knockout or submission? What do you think? Yeah, I'm going with a knockout. Yeah, plus 200, guys. I think, I think we might have found some value on this fight because I keep saying this, right? You're always... The lines are different now in the UFC. There's so many huge favorites now. Like it's not like it used to be before. People are getting smarter. Sometimes you gotta look a little deeper. So I think a knockout makes sense. Ike's been knocked out four his last five. Some of you guys are saying the under. I think so too. I don't think this fight goes three rounds, Marcel. There's no way it goes three rounds, right? There's no chance. I, I, I wouldn't. I would be surprised. Let's be honest. Let's let's say let's hope this doesn't go three rounds. Honestly, I would rather take fight doesn't go decision at minus four hundred than Tyson at minus Tyson Pedro minus six hundred because just in case like does land that that kill shot, then you're saved a little bit. And I don't think it goes the distance, man. I'd be really surprised if this me fight too. went three rounds. Me too, me too. So I think Tyson Pedro by knockout. But again, I don't like the the minus six hundred considering the layoff. I do like plus two hundred on a knockout or maybe that. Fight uh, doesn't go the distance in, in instead, you know, because it, again, it's a little bit less juice and it covers you just in case he does get knocked out, which is possible, Marcel. I doubt it though, but I does have a little bit of power, so mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's possible. But the, the slim chance, Ty, Ty, uh, Tyson uh, to submit Ike more than KO, it's possible, it's possible for sure. There's no doubt. That's only plus one twenty five. It's still good. It's still good value for a huge favorite. I just think you know you have to look at the way the guys win, but also the way guys lose. And Ike loses by knockout almost like every fight. So that's why I think he's going to knock him out. But I wouldn't be surprised if you took him down, submitted him either, Marcel. I think we all agree he's going to win the fight. You know, I just, I just, you know, I don't like the line. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's a little bit inflated in my opinion. So let's go to the next fight here. Jordan Wright against Mark Andre Barrio. Uh, short note, it's actually a short notice fight. So it's a catch one. Pardon? You're missing one, right? Oh, sorry, guys. I, I apologize. I got the, uh, the order wrong. Uh, skip that. Welterweight bout, Dwight Grant against Sergey Kondosko. My apologies. Odds for this one, Sergey Kondosko minus 120, Dwight Grant plus 100. So very close odds on this one too, Marcel. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Can I go first with this one? Because I have a lot of uh, questions with this one, to be really honest. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting fight. Um, you know, Grant obviously has quite a bit of experience on the UFC, but to me, he's been kind of disappointing. Like the last fight with Trinaldo, maybe he should have had a draw in that fight, but still like 
he's just not very like active in his fights. I thought he lost to Sekulich. I played him in that fight and got really scared I was gonna lose. Got knocked away D Rod. I think that I think that he's kind of over the hill now a little bit, Marcel. He's you know he's older now. He's th- turning thirty eight this year. Um, you know he's he's getting up there in age, guys. And I just think he's not as good as he was like three or four years ago when he when he did get some nice wins. Um, he's a little inconsistent too. He's kind of one of these guys win loss win loss. You know, Kandosko again, Marcel, a guy I, I I don't remember a lot about him because he's only fought twice in the UFC. I got to be honest, I didn't remember much about him. Right, two fights in the UFC hasn't fought in three years. So I go back and watch the fights against Actum. You know. Good striking. You saw that. Got taken down a couple times, but got back up. Against Kavilov, uh, taken down, held down. And, man, I'm, you know, watching his fights. I went on watched some of his uh, fights on, on YouTube, Marcel, some of his older fights. I think that his grappling's really bad. i got to be honest with you guys. I think a lot of wrestlers are going to beat him. So the thing is, Dwight Grant's not really a wrestler. He's more of a striker, you know. And I think this guy's got really good striking. Uh, I, he's the younger guy, you know. Um, i got to go with Kandosko, Marcel. I think he gets the job done with the striking, but I don't know if I can trust him for a bet. You know, I think I'm going to pass on this one too, but he's going to be my pick. I'll go with Ken Dosko because I, I do like the striking. I, I'm going to fade Dwight Grant a little bit here, but I, I just don't know if I want to bet on this one. What, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, man, Dwight Grant has kind of a cheat code sometimes with the power he has, you know, but besides that, it's, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, if you look at uh, the fight with uh, D-Rod, he had D-Rod in trouble, dude, yeah. you know, and then D-Rod had him in trouble and the ref came in between. Um, I agree with you. The second fight was super close, could have gone the other way, and uh, the last fight against Ronaldo wasn't great. Um, if you look at Gandosko, long time no fight. Uh, he fought Kabilov and he fought uh, Rustin Ackerman. Um, yeah, I slightly, slightly favoring Gandosko, man, but I'm far from convinced, you know what I mean? That's why I wanted yeah. to let you go first. Um, I don't think we're on the same uh, page, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm taking Kandoshko for a decision, but I'm far from from sure. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he lost this fight. I'm gonna say that right now. He does. I don't know if he's his <laughs> caliber. You know, he's got good striking, but again, the ground game is bad. If Dwight Grant mixes up takedowns, he can win this fight. I'll say that right yeah. now. So that's the thing. If it stays on the feet, I think he'll lose. But if it goes to the ground, he's gonna he can have an advantage in this fight. So you know. I'm going to say right now, like, I don't think there's a ton of underdogs in this card, but this is another one where it's it's possible, you know? It's a pick-up fight, basically, Marcel. It's very close. Um, but Kandosko does have more experience than MMA, you know, just not at this level. That's that's the one thing, so. Like the under again. It could. It could be. Marcel's saying a decision. Um, I think go either way. I didn't go either way, honestly. Uh, I was leaning towards the knockout myself, though, but... The, this match, every matchup's different. You know, Dwight Grant, he's turned to a point fighter, Marcel. You know, he really has. Like, after the D-Rod fight, that's kind of what happened, right? He gets knocked out, and then... That happens to a lot of guys, right? They get knocked out, Marcel, and then it's like, they're very cautious from now on. So, yeah. Ronnie's asking about D-Rod. He's got a broken hand. He wants to fight Kevin Holland, but his hand is broken. So, I, I don't know when he's going to fight again. Hopefully soon. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. The one I just mentioned, Jordan Wright taking a mark on Barrow. Short notice, guys. It's a catchweight bout, 190 pounds. Right, Marcel? Is that correct? Yeah, 190 pounds, yeah. Yeah, so the odds for this one, uh, Barrio is favored right now, minus 170, plus 145 on Jordan Wright. Should mention Jordan Wright actually opened as the favorite. The line flipped immediately to Marc-Andre Barrio. So give me your thoughts on, on this fight and who should be favored in your team. So the funny thing is, in the Netherlands, we're actually looking forward to this fight, and that's because not because of the fighters, but because of the coaches. It's uh, in the uh, right squad is Anthony Hardonk, and then uh, Barrio's corner it's uh, Henry Hoft. So we got Dutch versus Dutch. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Um, 
yeah, what can you say, man? John Wright, he got the he got the style that he that he can that he go for broke. You know what I mean? But sometimes it doesn't help him. Um, Mark, I think Mark Andre Barrio was better fighter than many people think. You know, and he got called against Shidi and Jokuani. We both picked Shidi to win, but we didn't expect it to be that like that. You know what I mean? And can it happen against Jordan Wright again? Yeah, for sure, because Jordan Wright has that weird ass power as well. You know, to knock somebody out. But I feel like Mark Andre Andre Barrio has learned from this. And uh, I think he go. I think the fight goes through the full three rounds, and I expect Barrio to win a decision here. Everybody, decision. Look at the prop plus two sixty. Wow, that's that's big odds. So if you like that, Marcel, then put a few uh, coins on that. You know, uh, Barrio. He's the better fighter, but mm-hmm. he is coming on a short notice here, guys. You know, that's that's the worry for me. He just came off a brutal knockout loss, a really quick one. The fight didn't play out though, right? He just got caught. Is his chain going a little bit? Maybe. You know, but even if it is, I still think Jordan Wright's chin is even worse. I gotta be honest with you guys. Like his chin is just really bad. He does he definitely got power though. You know, he's got some power, Marcel, as you've seen. I think this fight ends really fast, Marcel. I think it ends in the first round. All Jordan fights rights fights end really quickly from what we've seen. I expect this one to end quick, you know. Or Barrow just kind of takes his time, bullies against the fence and then um finishes him with strikes. But I, I'm going with Barrio too, Marcel. TKO for me. So that's plus one sixty. Yeah, uh, fun story about uh, Wright with uh, with his fight against uh, Bruno Silva last night, right? And uh, I said to my colleague, I was like, if this fight doesn't finish within two minutes, I put on my Christmas sweater next time in the podcast. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, good. I get, I, I, I take you to the bed. I was like, okay, cool. And then the fight got stopped, I think, one minute, 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, for sure. That's good. And he's like, damn you. I was like, do you really think I'm gonna I'm gonna bet something like that if I'm not kind of sure? You know, you know, these guys aren't paid by the hour, and Jordan Wright yeah. is not a guy that gets paid by the hour. I'm looking at the, the stats right now. Um, he's he's got either a knockdown he scored more or his opponent scored in all of his fights in the UFC and contender, and all of his fights have ended in the first round, or the one fight with Buckley ended 18 seconds into the second. They all go under one and a half. Um, and yeah, again, Barry is not a knockout artist, but he does have some power. We've seen him, he knocked out uh Oh gosh, who was it again? Um, the fight was uh, Oscar Pachota. The fight got overturned, but he did knock him out. Um, they knocked out Avu Azatar too. The third round, it was more ground and pound because of exhaustion, but still, uh, there is a better fighter. Should win. I'm, I'm just saying, like he's coming at short notice. I, I, I think the under though, Marcel. Mm-hmm. I don't think. That, I mean, I already said decision, man, but I think it goes under. That's plus one thirty. I don't think the fight goes very long. That's possible. I, I agree with Glenn too. You know, he's right. It, it's, it is a quick return. He just got knocked out very recently um, against uh, what's his name, Chidi. So, you know, that fight didn't play out, though. You know what I mean? If it played out, that could have been a different fight. You never know, right? But you gotta get KO'd in that fight. Um, only chin worse than Jordan Ray is Cody. <laughs> Cody Garbrandt, I think you're saying? That's funny. Um, yeah, and I see you guys talking about the France card. That is happening as well. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Uh, that's the, the last pre- that's the last prelim, right? That's it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Parsons is not well. It's not known yet who he's going to fight. So yeah, yeah. So let's go to the next fight, guys. Lando Venata against Charles Jordan. I, I'm going to say right now, this is my pick for fight of the night. I think this is going to be the best fight in the card. Uh, just the way they match up, two guys, high level strikers. Um, it's it's going to be a great fight. I don't. Whoever wins this fight will be an amazing fight. I think. Very close odds. Minus one twenty five. Jordan plus one hundred five. Lando Venata. So what do you think about this one, man? 
The Canadian versus the American, Marcel. Uh, yes, indeed, you are Canadian, but I'm kind of disappointed at how you say Charles Jourdain. Okay, Char I'll say it properly. Charles yeah. Jourdain. There he yeah, is. beautiful. It's, yeah. it's like I have a friend. I, I, I did French immersion <laughs> for one year, and uh, one guy was named uh, Charles. I'm like, hey, Charles. He's like, no, no, no. Charles. Like the way he said Charles. it, I was like, oh, okay, I got it, man. <laughs> and he used to be, he used to call me Lamec. I was like, what is Lamec? It means like the man. I was like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> awesome. Like the dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Anyways, give me your thoughts on the fight. Yeah, it's an amazing fight. It's this one or the next one is my big fight in the night. Um, I think the listen, man, both guys really are almost never in, in boring fights. You know, we saw uh, Charles Jourdain and and uh, great fights before on the UFC. And uh, man, he had a huge opportunity against Tupuria taken away from him right right before. So uh, now he's taking on Lando Venada. Dude, remember Venada coming into the UFC on short notice against Ferguson. Everybody was, was like, insane. what the hell? That yeah. was insane. And he knocked him down twice, I think. You know? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he lost, but he knocked about twice. And then he had that crazy spinning wheel kick against uh, John McDassey, right? After I was that. there for that one, man. I was in the crowd for that one. Fucking sick. One of the best knockers I ever saw live. Amazing. Yeah, was was on the same card as Troy Swanson, right? Yeah, man. That card was sick. All the cards in Toronto have been so amazing. I can't wait for the one this summer or fall, I should say. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So um, this, this is a this is a great fight, you know. The thing is, uh, I think that Jordan is, is, Jordan is younger. Right, and, and, and yeah, Jordan is younger, and I feel like that he has more gas in the tank than Venada has, you know. And uh, he can set a high pace. Uh, I don't think he has to be too uh, concerned about takedowns. I think Venada wants to stand as well. Um, although Venada maybe mix something in, but I think he will stand as well. So I'm seeing a decision here, and if this fight goes to a decision, for sure we'll be fighting tonight. So um, Jordan or Jordan, I should say, for your decision. I think it's going to be an amazing fight, too. I see both guys, you know, landing a lot of strikes in this fight, a lot of like, spinning stuff from Lando, a lot of hard stuff from, from Jordan. Um, I see probably, you know, a knockdown or two in this fight. I think either guy could get knocked down. I think it's a pretty competitive fight, man. You know, I've been thinking Jordan was going to win, but, you know, the more I think about it, I think Venata could win this fight, too, man, because he is a great striker, and it's going to be a fight in the feet. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if, if he did win. Um, but I still got to go with Charles Jordan. I gotta go with the Canadian here, Marcel. I, I've been, in, I mean, listen, like, I know he's, he's been consistent, right? That's the thing. But man, when he shows up, he is an yeah. absolute beast, you know? Dude, how did he not get fight of the night for the Rojo fight, right? I have no idea. That fight was insane. That was yeah. such a crazy fight. Um, that third, like, uh, Tristan's talking about third round in this in this uh, chat. His third rounds are always crazy. Um, against Audrey Ewell, that third round was insane. He didn't finish him, but my God, it was crazy. He did get finished by Orosa in the third round. You know, yeah. it's just like he's been inconsistent, though, Marcel. He has been in the UFC. He, let me, he hasn't strung together two wins in a row. His record's three, three, and one. He had that ugly draw against Kula Belt. That's a fight he should have won, Marcel. You know, that's he won that fight, in my opinion. Me too, but the judges didn't think so. Yeah, somehow, true, so. True, yeah. He did get dropped too in that fight. Remember, he got dropped. So mm -hmm. he's always in wars. It wouldn't surprise you got dropped again. I still think that, like you said, he's the younger guy. He's on. He's. I think he's just got more momentum right now. You know, Lando's also been really inconsistent. Actually, crazy enough, he hasn't strung together two wins in a row either in the UFC, and he also has yeah. a draw on his record. This that's is just true. great match. Two draws, actually. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. Someone's gonna get their first two fight win streak unless, yeah. unless it's another draw. It could be another draw. <laughs> I wonder what that is actually. What's a draw in this fight, man? Because it could be a 10-8 round. It's possible. I wonder what, what's a draw plus five thousand or something. Let me take a look. Plus eight thousand. Oh. That's this is the kind of fight that could be a draw. I'll say that because someone could get dropped, get 10-8. They both have draws on the records, Marcel. Yeah. Is it possible? What do you think? 
why not? You know, it's if it's a crazy fight, it can always happen. This, so, this uh, could be one that could be a draw. I, I don't. It's not like I'm going to pick a draw, right? No, do that. No, it's like almost impossible to pick a draw. Like that's insane if you pick the draw. But if, you, if there's saying, somebody who will pick the draw, I want to know. <laughs> plus eight thousand. It's not the worst, you know, shot at a draw because again, they both have them in the resumes. They're both guys that could get knocked down, get ten eight rounds, etc. I'm going to go with Jordan by decision, Marcel as well. Yeah, I'm just going to enjoy this fight. I think it's going to be an amazing fight. I think we're all going to really like this fight. Great um, opener. Yeah, it's just going to be a good fight. You sure did, man. That fight was insane against Ferguson. Um, and that was when Ferguson was like killing everyone too, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was going to draw. I'm just saying, plus 8,000, I don't think it's worth the worst thing to put like a few bucks on because uh, it's the fight that could be a draw, you know? How often do we call a draw on this podcast for some or a potential of a draw? Not very often. But I'm just saying, like, these guys have both in, been in them in the UFC. Um, so it wouldn't completely shock me because. Again, a 10-8 round could be in play here because I, I think someone's going to get dropped in this fight, Marcel. But they both have the recovery to get back up, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be a sick fight, man. I can't wait for this fight. I'm like, I'm excited right now just thinking about this fight. Please no one get COVID. Please no one get hurt between now and Saturday. Please, God. We need to watch this fight, man. It's going to be sick. So let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got another great fight. You know what, guys? Now, that fight is amazing, but I think this one's really good too. Um, yeah. Two Madarji get the Manel Cock. This is going to be another great fight. Two strikers here. It, it, well, it could be a great fight. It might not be, but it could be. Minus 180 on Cop, plus 155 on Madarji. So, what do you think about this one? Yeah, so Madarji, uh, I like the dude, man. He, uh, I remember he came as a pretty much kind of an unknown guy into the UFC. He fought Louis Smolka in the Beijing card, right? Uh, got, got finished. After that, he defeated Sukumtat and he went to flyweight. And that flyweight is doing very well, you know. Uh, he got the win over uh, Malcolm Gordon, quick win, and uh, then he decisioned to Saruk Adashev. Um, if you look at Cap, dude, Cap came with so much hype from Ryzen over to the UFC. Really hesitant in his first two fights. Definitely got the Pantoja fight. He lost that one, in my opinion. The Matthias Nicolau fight was close, but maybe he should have got that decision because I think he did a little bit more. Um, and after that, man, a great uh, flying knee knockout finish over Ode Osborne. Didn't make weight in that fight, but uh, the last fight he fought against Zalgar Zumagulov, he finished him early, and it was a great performance. So for me, it's like uh, what Manuel Cap shows up. If the Manuel Cap shows up that we saw in the last two fights, I think he will win. If the Manuel Cap shows up we saw in the first two fights, he might lose. So uh, both guys have power. But uh, I, I kind of favor Manuel Cap here, man. I think he gets another finish. So I'm taking oh, wow. a fight. Yeah, I'm taking a fight. TK in the second round. Cop's been up and down in the UFC, man. He, I, I had such high hope for him, right? Coming in Ryzen. And I bet on him his first two fights. He lost them both by like, really close decisions. It was really disappointing, you know? Um, and then he's picked up two wins. He's looked great. So I think he is like more aggressive than he was, which is nice to see. You know, Madarji, too. I mean, he had that disappointing loss, right? Against Smoka, but he's been really looking good. Yeah. I, the last fight, he didn't look great. I'll say that against uh, Adishev. Marcel. He should have finished, actually. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was a little disappointing, I'll be honest. But the guy's super young. He's only 26. And he's training the American top team with, like, some killers there, obviously. So you can make some significant improvements, man. Um, you know, Cop also, you know, somewhat young. He's not, like, super old. He's, um, was he 29, Marcel? So, or 20, 20 uh, 28. So he's still young, too. Um, and I just think, again, he's got so much momentum right now with the two knockouts. And Madarji, the problem I have with Suma Darji, he fights once a year, Marcel. He's fought once in 2018, once in 2019, once in 2020, once in 2021, once in 2022. So, yeah, I mean, I do think he's getting better in the gym, but, like, until we see it, it's just hard to know how much better he's gotten. And now, you know, I think – and I, I don't know if Kopp is ranked. Is he ranked? Like, I guess he is ranked. Yeah, yes, one, one spot below uh, Suma Darji. 
So, like, in the, in the bottom half, I believe, right? Yeah. I think 12 and 13 or 11. 12 and 14. I think the cops should be ranked higher, personally. You know, I think he's better. So, to me, he should win. But I'm just saying, like, Sumandarji is a great striker, too, man. It's going to be an interesting fight, you know? The better striker will win this fight. I think it's caught, but I might be wrong. That's all I'm going to say about this one, man. I could, I think this one can go either way, Marcel. I think wonder if Caught will have a killer in this fight. That's the problem with this guy, man. You know, the fight with Nicola, my God, that pissed me off. He should have won that fight, Marcel. He should mm-hmm. have won that fight, you know, but just didn't press, you know. But the last two fights, he's made the adjustment. He's knocking guys out. You guys see the picture with Sue with his Nina brace. It's the reason for he was taking the PI. Um, just looking on the uh, on Instagram. I, did, I, I don't see anything, but – oh, I see it now. I see it now. That's from last summer. So that's like six months, eight months ago. So last July, actually, it's 10 months ago, guys. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's recent. 27 to 32 wins combined have gone inside the distance under two and a half at 140 plus 145. It's possible. Um, I, I was thinking a decision, but now that you mentioned that stat, I mean, maybe it goes under. I, I might, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to stay away from this one too, Marcel, but I'm going to pick cop basically. I got to do yeah. it. Um, can't rank cop higher with only one win at the weight. It's true. He, oh yeah. That's the other thing. He's really missed a lot of, uh, he's missed weight a couple of times, right? Marcel, uh, cop. Just- definitely against Ode Osborne. I don't know the others. Yeah, that was disappointing because he would have won a bonus, I think, if he had. Yeah, he asked right? for a bonus actually, and then Daniel Cormier. You can't ask for a bonus, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, but no, it's gonna be an interesting fight. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Macy Barber against uh, Montana De La Rosa. Odds for this one: Macy Barber, she is favored minus one ninety, plus one sixty-five. Montana De La Rosa. Uh, what do you think about this one, man? Yeah, Macy Barber, the self-proclaimed best uh, future star in the UFC against uh, Montana De La Rosa. Um, listen, man, Macy Barber, she was doing very well in the beginning in the UFC. She came from the contender series, got three wins, three stoppage wins, and then she lost to Mother Fairy, you know. Um, I know she was injured in that fight, but she lost that fight, you know. And after that, um, she, she got against Grasso, and Grasso was just too complete for her to win. So it was a good fight for Grasso, not for Barber. And let's be really honest, that Maverick fight was a gift she got, you know, because Maverick won that fight. I think almost everybody on Maverick winning that fight. He definitely so, won. I bet on her piss. That was a fucking horrible decision. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. It was yeah. really bad. So um, if you look at Montana de la Rosa, <clears throat> she, uh, she started well in her UFC career, right? She got three wins, but it was really against – Low-level competition, got to be honest here. You know, uh, she came from the Ultimate Fighters. She lost to uh, Nico Montano. It was in the quarterfinals, I think. Uh, Montano later won the Ultimate Fighter, obviously. Um, after that, uh, she, she actually she, she won the fights against the girls she should win, and she lost the fights against the ranked girls and Andrea Lee and against Viviani Arrujo. Um so I'm really torn in this fight, to be really honest, man, because I think Barbara is, is okay, you know. But same for Montana De La Rosa. You know, I don't think she's bad at all, but she is like, I don't see both as future champions. You know what I mean? I think both both girls will be somewhere around top 10, top 15, around there, or maybe not just not even in the top 15 for some time. So I, I'm still, I, I'm going to f- kind of favor Montana De La Rosa a little bit, a decision, but super close. There you go. There you go. Interesting. There's a there's a dog pick by Marcel Montana De La Rosa. She's definitely a better grappler, I would say. I mean, she's got she's a good fighter, man. I like Montana. I, I really like her, Marcel. Um, she's had you know I think decent amount of success in the UFC. Um, but I think she relies on the takedown. You know, if she doesn't get it, she's in trouble. 
And, you know, Barber, man, I, I'm, not, I'm not super high on her, honestly, because um, I really think she's on a three-fight losing state. But, you know, she's still young, Marcel. She's super young. She's only 23. True. Holy True. crap, yeah. she's so young, guys. She's so young. Montana's young, too. I think she's, about 20, 27. They're both super young. Um, the winner will get a nice step up in competition, I'd say. Here's the thing, like the thing with Barber is like that fight with Roxanne. She got injured in the fight, you know. She did got she got destroyed. I mean, she was minus a thousand and got destroyed, but like she got hurt. Comes back and fights Grosso. I mean, that's a hard fight for anyone. And the fight was competitive, 29-28. And then she again, I thought she lost to Maverick. All of us did, but yeah, it was still it was competitive. It wasn't like a, a oh yeah, it was it was competitive. Yeah, yeah, and she's got some she had some good wins earlier in her career against her career against Aldridge Robertson. I think she's the better striker. If she keeps the fight standing, she'll win the fight. I'm just, I'm just not high. I'm not high in her enough to bet on her anymore. You know, um, mm-hmm. especially against someone who's a good grappler against uh, like Montana. But I still got to pick Macy to win the fight myself. So okay. finally, we got some. I was just thinking to myself, we haven't picked something differently on this card, which never happens. But finally, Tristan says a draws in play. I don't know. I mean, the fight with my being Silva was all because of the fence grabs. I remember betting on Silva. That was so brutal because she would have won that fight otherwise. <clears throat> Did someone get dropped? This Maybe. I mean, someone could get dropped. It's possible. I guess Macy could drop her in the first round, not finish her, and then Montana like, lays on top of her two rounds. Maybe. That could happen. It's possible. Um, I just kind of think she keeps the fight staying and, and picks her apart, kind of like Vivian Arujo did in that fight, Marcel, where she was just her face was getting completely busted up. And mm-hmm. Dale Cormier is like, I think Montana's winning the fight. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, remember that one, Marcel? That was a, yeah. it wasn't like I know the stats say it was close, but it wasn't. I gotta go with Barber by decision. That's my pick here. What is, what's the stats? What's the odds on that? Uh plus one fifteen. And Del Rose by decision is plus two seventy five. I think this fight goes a distance too. I mean, most women's fights where we know do. Um I'm gonna go with uh uh by decision. That's my pick. All right, go to the co main event here, guys. Interesting fight. Clay Guida against Claudio Puelas. Lightweight division. Pick a mods minus 110 each. It's the closest fight in the card. Marcel, who's your pick? Yeah, I really like Claudio Puelas here, man, to be really honest. You know, um, thing is, for me with Guida, I think he can make it a fun fight with everybody. And he he does look good in, in, in many fights. But Claudio Puelas, man, I, I got to say, he really turned things around for me, you know. Uh, I really felt like in the beginning when he came from the Ultimate Fighter Latin America, um, he was runner-up. He lost to Martin Bravo. After that, he got destroyed by Felipe Silva, but he, he caught a knee bar in the third round, and he, he won. But after that fight, he has looked pretty good, man, in my opinion. And I remember you picking him over Jordan Levitt in that fight. He was super confident yes, on sir. that one, and uh, he did very well there. Um and this last fight, he had another knee bar against Chris Gritzmacher. I think the UFC want to see where Puelas really is right now, you know, and then you give him a guy like Clay Guida, who is a tough fight for pretty much anybody on the roster, I think, if you're an up-and-comer. But I feel like Puelas is going to do it, man. I'm taking him via decision in this one, man. I mean, you think I'm going against Claudio Puelas now? No way. I'm picking him again. Minus 110. I like it. And he actually was an underdog at one point earlier in the week. I like him here. You know, I think he should be slightly favored, you know, personally. Actually, um, the odds makers opened him as a minus 175 favorite. The line's kind of up and down, but now it's kind of settled on a pick him. I like him here, man. And listen, I know Clay Guida is obviously a legend. You know, he's got so much experience. And, you know, he's coming off a nice win, obviously, in his last fight. Got destroyed in the first round, came back and submitted Leo Santos, you know. 
He was competitive with Mark Madsen. Split decision, very competitive. Beat Michael Johnson. He's always competitive, you know. But the one problem with Clay Guida throwing his career, Marcel, a lot of submission losses, 10 submission losses. Claudio Paulson is an absolute ace on the ground. And I know this I know this angle hasn't really been winning lately. I get it with the age thing. But he is 15 years younger. You know, he's way more fresh. He's taken not much damage in his career. Um, I, I, he's moved to Sanford on Maine. After he moved to Sanford, it sure seemed like his, his whole game went way up. Um, I think this guy is really good. And I think he submits Clay Guida. So that's what I'm thinking happens here, Marcel. And okay. the odds on that, so look at both odds. So the odds on decision are plus 250. Claudio Pellis by inside the disc or uh, by submission, because that's what I think happens, plus 450. So I'm going to say right now he'll be one of my best bets in my bookies.com article when it comes out tomorrow. And I'm going to take it by submission here, Marcel. I think he submits him. Again, Clay Green, a lot of submission losses, man, throughout his career. You know, and this is the kind of guy that could sub him. Great wrestler. Um, I, I like I like Paulus a lot again, man. I've liked okay. him for the last couple of fights. I like this kid, man. He's really, really good, I think. And, uh, you know, I think he gets the job done. So um, let's go with Claudio Paulus, Marcel. We got the same pick in the co-main event. All right, let's go to the last fight here, guys. The main event of the evening. Got there quickly. Um, Amanda Lemos against Jessica Andrade. Andrade is the favorite, minus 185, plus 160 on Amanda Lemos. What do you think about this fight, Marshall? I think it's going to be a great fight, too. I'll say that right now. I mean, two strikers. It should be a fun fight. So what do you think, man? I'm actually pretty convinced of my pick, man, and that that's more to do with Amanda Lemos' last fight against Angela Hill. I think she didn't look good there at all, you know, and I think Angela Hill – had a very good, uh, do you say that she had a very good claim to actually got the win there, you know? So, so wait, let, me, let me just, before you break it down, yeah. I agree with you. I also scored for Hill. I just, I went to MMA decisions yesterday. Everyone except for our boy Drake scored it for, for Hill. Only one okay. media member had it for, uh, the Lemos. So I completely agree. I think Hill should have won that fight. And I'm not an Angela Hill fan by any means. I, I, by the way, I don't know how I scored that fight um, uh, back then. I'm actually going. Give me a second. I'm going to look. I want to know for sure. I don't know if I if I actually scored that fight. No, I normally score it, but sometimes if I get distracted or whatever, I don't give my score because I don't think it's fair. You know. Don't worry. I think I think so, most of us. I think picked uh, thought that, thought the Hill one. You know, I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Yeah. I, I didn't give my score. So okay. yeah. I, um, I thought he'll won as well, probably. So um, because I remember me saying after that fight, like this, in my opinion, the first time Hill really can make a case that she actually won. A yeah, for the rock, she always complains she's robbed. Yeah. really like she's not being robbed. They're just close fights that she yeah. lost. This is one she probably should have won. Yeah, I agree. So for me, it's like. Andrade, I think Andrade walks through her, to be really honest, man. And she, listen, man, Lemos not a bad fighter, but Andrade, she almost destroys everybody who's not in the top five. Let's be really honest. And even girls in the top five with Chukagian, Calvillo, you know. So for me, I think Andrade first round knockout, to be really honest. I like her too, man. I'm surprised the odds are only minus 180. I mean, I, I got to be honest because. It's striker for striker, and I think she's the better striker. I know she's got some power. There's no doubt about it. She's got some knockdowns. She's looked good, but you know, after that first round, she kind of doesn't look as good, Marcel. And yeah. you know, Andrade. I mean, there's no reason to pick against her. Like she, she lost to Valentina. She lost to Zhang, and then the Rose fight was close. Another loss. That's it, really. Lately, and she destroyed Calvillo. Destroyed Chikagian. The first fight was never years. Destroyed Tisha Torres. Destroy Carolina Kovacic. <laughs> My God, Marcel, she's just like absolute beast. Yeah. And three different weight classes, she won fights in the UFC. She's such a good fighter, man. She um, is. 
I, I, I like her here, guys. And uh, you said knockout? Is that what you said? First round, yeah. Bro, I like it too. Plus 225, guys, on a knockout. So, and a plus 500 in the first round on Andrade. Plus 500. Very possible. I think she docks her out. I don't know if it's the first round because it is a five-round fight. She might pace herself a little more than usual, but she's going to she's gonna knock her out. I have no doubt about it. Well, I think she gets the job done here. I by the way like that comparison, man. The guy here makes like Andrade is like the women version of Gilbert Burns. She's a beast, dude. She's an yeah. absolute beast. I like this too, man. This knockout problem. <laughs> Lemos could knock her out. That's the thing. Lemos could. Yeah. Lemos could knock her out. You know, Lemos by knockout, that's plus 400. That's the only way she wins. I think she'd have to knock her out probably in the first round. Yeah. Like catches you with a punch. Um, the fight doesn't go the distance is minus 200. I don't think this fight goes five rounds at all. I'm, I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah, I'm really surprised it's that low. Hold on, let me just see something. I want to see something if this works. Yeah. If you do a parlay of, of Andrade doesn't go the distance at minus 200 and you add the, um, the Pedro fight doesn't go the distance minus 400, that's at minus 114. And I think they both those both those fights don't go the distance for so. So that's something you could take a look at, guys. It's just that's just something I'm looking at right now. Maybe even add like the Dean Barry fight too, because that, that's not going to distance either. I mean, yeah, I Andrade wins this one, man. I, I like her. You know, so I got I got her here too, Marcel. Early knockout. And uh, you know, I think she'll fight for the belt again in this weight class. That's right. Oh, yeah, I think it's a very smart move by her as well. She's not going to get the Shevchenko title shot anytime no. soon. And if Rose defends, for example, against Carla, they can do the third fight. You know what I mean? And if Carla wins, they can do it against Carla because they don't have, they haven't fought before. And even when they do Weili Zhang against Weili Zhang JJ, the winner against that one, they can still do a second fight between the two of them. So yeah, I agree. there's a lot of options there, actually. I agree. All right. Well, that's the the uh, preview for UFC Vegas 52. I hope you guys really enjoyed that one. It was fun. Not the greatest card, but it was fun to break it down with you more. So I always, I always enjoy doing sure. the chat on, on Monday and Tuesday. I love having you guys in the chat as well. Uh, always appreciate other people's opinions about this stuff, man. Like, uh, I, I'm not one of these people that has like a you know a firm mind about all these fights necessarily. You know, I'm I'm open to hearing ideas because people see things that you don't see sometimes. You know, Marcel. Mm -hmm. So it's always good to get other people's thoughts. Um, let's talk about Bellator uh, as well, and we'll talk about PFL to get out before we get out of here. Um, there's two Bellator cards, Marcel, as you know. Bellator yeah, 278 yeah. and 279. Any thoughts on having the, the two cards back-to-back -back and during the UFC they, as well? They do it always in the in Hawaii, right? They do always yeah. do two cards. So, yeah, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> yeah. So there's some really good fights coming up in, in Bellator this weekend. We'll just go through a few of them because, honestly, we, we don't need to talk about all these fights. Mm -hmm. um, but there are a, a couple of good ones. Um, let me just pull up the odds. Uh, something happened on Best Fight Odds. Where's the... Let me, let me pull up something else. Fight Odds I own. Let me look at that one. Something with Bellator just kind of happened weird. All right, let's pull up 278 here. Let's get your thoughts on a couple of fights, Marcel, like the big fights on these cards. Um, Julian Velasquez, minus 200. Liz Carmouche, plus 160. Uh, Velasquez has been, you know, dominant, but Carmouche is a beast, man. Um, what do you think? Carmouche is like a super, super annoying fighter if you can't handle her, you know what I mean? She's really tough, uh, and she's... Uh, she can't take it to the ground and control it there, you know. So, yeah. um, and I know Velasquez is, is not bad at all, you know, she's pretty good, honestly. And I'm not biased here, I think she didn't want her last fight, but I'm not biased actually. I, I know you hold your eyes. No, I'm not, I'm really not. I think it was close. It was, 50, she 50, probably should have lost. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I scored, scored it for kilos, but it wasn't a robbery, you know. No. So, um yeah, I'm thinking Carmouche here, to be really honest. Yeah. I think Carmouche wins the fight, and I think with a decision. I'm actually with Marcel on this one. Like, I, I think she could win, too. You know, she's just so experienced. She's looked really good in Bellator. 
I don't know why the UFC cut her. I mean, I guess because her fighting style is not that exciting. I guess that's why. But uh, I think she has the fighting style to win this fight. I think she can get on top of her, Marcel. Do you remember when Bellator wanted to uh, let Carmouche debut against Mandy Boone? Do you remember uh, that? That was a main event. That's crazy. That is yeah, so crazy. Didn't happen. Actually, I remember Liz Carmouche when she fought Jessica Andrade. And it was Jessica Andrade's debut, and she grounded and pounded the shit out of her. I remember yeah. that fight. That was crazy. You know what, man? She's very good fighter. Like, very underrated, Marcel. She is 38. She's a little older. But you look at the win she has. Kaylin Chikagian, Jessica Andrade, Jennifer Maya, Lauren Murphy. Uh, even in Bellator, she has. Uh, uh, she also has the win over Valentina. <laughs> she has a win well, over Valentina earlier in her career. I mean, I remember at Strikeforce when she fought Marlou Scruton. I, knew, I didn't yeah. know a lot about her, but she made it very difficult for her. Back yes, then. man. That was a very close fight. I mean, she out-wrestled her, I think, and they got yeah. kicked out. She's just a good fighter. She's been a good fighter for over 10 years. Very good fighter. I think the odds are off. I think she should be favored, to be honest with you, Marcel. She's plus 160. We just saw That's a couple it. upsets in the title fights last week, guys, in Bellator. Um, from you know, So I wouldn't be surprised if we see another one here. Um, just a couple other fights here. We got uh, Jordan, or Enrique Barzola against Nikita Mikolov. That's an alternate uh, tournament fight. Uh, minus 160 Barboza, or Barzola, excuse me, and plus 130 on rushing... Mikolov, uh, what do you think? I'm thinking Barzola here, man. I really like the dude. I always yeah. liked him in the UFC. He's a super tough wrestler as well, you know. And I think the UFC didn't really dig the style. They cut him way too early. I think I think he's a, he's a good fighter. And uh, I'm thinking uh, Enrique Barzola here. And he had a good good win in this last one against um, the former champion. What's his name? Darian Call. Darian Call. Good win, man. Honestly, um, yeah, Barzola shouldn't have been cut either. He's the guy who should be in the UFC. He's got wins over guys that are in the UFC right now. Again, his style's not the most exciting necessarily, True. but that, that's probably why they cut him. His styles matter, you know, to the matchmakers. Mm-hmm. The other fight, Dey Salvatello against Jordan Lugo. Salvatello minus two ten, Lugo plus one seventy. Dey Salvatello really should be in the tournament, and he beat Brett Johns as a big underdog. And I thought he was going to punch his ticket, but again, not not really the most exciting guy, I guess, Marcel. <laughs> Right? I remember the UFC passing on him because they thought it was a total bore. No? I think Damien but, said like that fight was really boring. I think he said yeah. that. Like, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, he, yeah, he wins. You know, so yeah. Lugo's good too, but I, I think it's going to be too much with the wrestling. That's what I think, Marcel. And um, by the way, uh, Sabatello trains in the American Top Team with Kyoji Huraguchi, who we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Uh, just a couple other fights in this card. Some UFC veterans like Eric Perez are out in the card. And someone was asking if Grant Neal is the brother of uh, Jeff Neal. Um, I don't know. Is he? I have no idea, man. I'm just looking at his picture. He kind of like the face is kind of similar. Maybe it's a brother. Maybe he's a brother, but not a brother. A brother from another mother. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if he, I don't know if he is actually. I, I I don't think he is, man. I could be wrong, but I don't think he is. Um, his face kind of looks similar to Jeff's, though. It's not like it's not crazy if if they are, you know. But I, it'd be it'd be news to me. I think I would have known this if he was. You know, I yeah, I, I, I don't see anything from Ford is on his. Uh, on this uh, Instagram or anything with Jeff, so I don't think. Yeah, so. I know. And by the way, Glenn's asking if they're smart putting JP buys and Dweezy in the same car. I think that's hilarious. They're gonna, hopefully they're not in the same dressing room. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucked up. I know, but they used to they'd be really mean sometimes. Okay, yeah. and there's some other fights in the car, but we really don't want to. Uh, we don't have time to talk about them. We'll go to 279 here quickly. Um, Chris Cyborg is minus 2,000, I think, something like that. Minus double check here, you know. Yeah, minus Cyborg, 900. Cyborg and, wins the fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's this joke fight. It's a last fight in contract. Yeah. I'd like to see her back in the UFC. I don't think it'll happen. Me too. Yeah. Blend class plus 600, by the way, but she's going to get destroyed. They just fought two fights ago, and there's no reason this fight will go any differently. Arlen Glenn, you know, she has had some good wins lately. I'll give her that, but she's going to get destroyed. 
The other two fights, interim uh, bantamweight title fight between Juan Archuleta and Rafael Stotts. Stotts is the favorite, minus 215 against Archuleta, plus 170. I mean, I think this fight is pretty competitive, but, you know, Stotts, I think, man, he's really looked great. And only the one lost to Marab, Marcel, in his whole career. A guy that should be in the UFC. I, I don't know why he's on the UFC. i got to be honest with you. So, I think uh, he'll I win this why. fight. Because he's boring? Uh, no. Because Dana saw that fight with Marab. That's why he's not. And that's so Oh, unfair. he was at that card. Yeah, he was yeah. Like looking for the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. They signed Marab instead. Mm. I mean, he's not the most exciting guy. I'm just – a lot of his wins lately have been kind of grinding guys out. But he's a pretty good fighter, man. He's a really good I'm fighter. super high on the dude, dude. I said it for years he's a good yeah. fighter. You know? No, he's and, good. Yeah. He's good. I mean, so, James Lynch told me about him years ago because he was interviewing him back in the day. And he was like, yo, this guy's thoughts. Um, I think he was in Victory FC at the time. He's like, yo, watch out for this guy. I got told about this guy years ago. I mean, he's been fighting good fight level fighters for years. Again, you know, lately, decision machine, Marcel, like seven of his last eight fights, I think, were by decision. So this fight is five rounds. Uh, Archuleta, also a decision machine, Marcel. But the yeah. amount of fight was still good, you know what I mean? So uh, besides it was a decision, it was a good fight. So, um, yeah, I I think man starts. The th you know what's funny is uh, when they announced that Sergio Pettis went out of the tournament and that they want to go an in interim title for this tournament. So I was like, dude, that just do like lose fights and don't do a tournament because it doesn't make sense. Now Stotts has to fight three times before he fights Sergio, you know? Yeah. And uh, then I got somebody from Bellator in my DMs. He's like, dude, don't don't worry. He got paid championship money uh, in, yeah. this, in these fights. So I was like, okay, cool. So um, yeah, Stotts. I'm taking Stotts here. Yeah. And then the other fight is another five-round fight. Kyoji Horiguchi against Apache uh, Mix. Horiguchi minus 285, Mix plus 215. I love Horiguchi in this spot. You know, he, he would have been the champ. He didn't get knocked out crazy, right? Like right? Pettis with that. For sure. Spin, was it spinning back fist? Man, that was insane. Um, right? It was spinning back fist, I think, right? Or was it spinning elbow? I can't remember. No. It was uh, something spinning. Back fist. Back fist. <laughs> it was a back fist, yeah. I got it right the first time. I, I was actually, um, I was in Niagara Falls with uh, with, with Anita, and I was she was sleeping. I'm just watching Bellator on the, on the coach, right? And I'm like, oh, man, this fight, is just, it's just a complete wash. And then, bang. And I'm like, all right, that's why I love MMA, because I think it happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of other fights in this card, you know, UFC uh, fighters. Um, Kai Kamaka is making his debut, I, uh, I believe, in Bellator. I think it's his debut, I think. The second. Or, sorry, oh, second fight. Yeah, sorry. And he fought before, before the UFC fought in Bellator. My, my apologies. I was going to say return. But, yeah, he's already fought there once. Uh, he should win his fight. And then uh, Yancey Medeiros is making his debut in Bellator. He's a big underdog against Manuel Sanchez. Do you think he wins that fight? Marcel. I don't know, man, but Emmanuel Sanchez hasn't looked great either. Last, I know. I think last it's, it's in Hawaii, right? Yeah. Like, that's his home, man. He's going to have all the fans cheering for him. Yeah, and and he always comes to scrap, you know? Yeah, Yancey's a beast, but I do think the chin's going to, you know, so mm -hmm. we'll see. Uh, but that's going to be a sick fight. I think these cards are pretty good. I got to be honest with you. So I don't think this guy's wrong. I think he could, I think he could win the turn. Somebody, really has, somebody has to pull out, right? <laughs> Someone has got to pull out, right? get injured, too, or, or a drug test, I guess, something yeah. like that. The only other thing I want to talk about quickly is PFO before we get out of here, Marcel. Just quick yeah. thoughts on a couple of fights. There's a lot of good fights. We don't have – honestly, guys, we don't have time to talk about all of them, but Clay Collar, Jeremy Stevens. What do you think of this one? Because you have Stevens is the favorite here. Um, Jeremy Stevens minus 160, plus 130 on, on Clay Collar. What do you think? Man, that Stevens uh, changing the sweetheart or something during this week because I saw all these clips from him where it was super nice. Yeah. And people were under it like uh, he just doesn't want to get sued by close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, difficult, you know. Stevens hasn't looked great. Uh, Collard actually did look m much better than I expected yeah. uh, last year. So, uh, 
based on that, I would favor Pollard, but you can't uh, you can't say Stevens cannot win this because he still has that knockout power, and if he hits, he can hit him and he can knock him out. So yeah, it's difficult. So a few weeks ago, the the line uh, was you know a lot closer. Um, Stevens was actually the dog uh, a few weeks ago, and Oof. I like that Stevens was the underdog plus one hundred when they had the line out. Now after the controversy, they took the lines down. Now they're back up. I I don't think it. I don't think it's available at DraftKings though. I, someone could double check because um, we don't have it in Ontario yet. But I was reading today on Twitter that they took the line down from DraftKings, so you have to use an offshore book to bet on this. If PF, if you can't bet on PFL, people will not watch it. I'm going to say that right now. You know, Marcel. So they got to get this figured out. But it's their fault. At least we know it's live now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it is. Yeah. Anyway, there's a bunch of other good fights in the card. Ross Manfield with Tom Madge is a great fight. You know, Toro Carlos Jr. is back. David Schultz, Schultz against Olivier Mercier. Sorty back. There's so many good fights. I can't really, we really honestly don't have a lot of time to talk about it. Um, but one dog I do like is Busi Suto. Remember, I talked about him in the first yeah. uh, Challenger series. We had that crazy knockout. I think he could beat Rob Wilkinson. Rob Wilkinson is a good wrestler, as we saw against uh, his career. But man, he, he can get knocked out. I never fought Adesanya. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Bahadur Sada as well. I'm pretty much talked out here, guys. Honestly, I think we're going to get out of here. Uh, I just want to answer this last question. I don't know when the ABC card is. When is that card? Do you know? Dude, Dana says so much, and then it's still not confirmed. So I, I don't, don't get it because last it was last April the first one. Now why it's a year later, isn't it? Once still not a, a third one. Yeah, there were two already. There was but, the Max yeah. Holloway one in July, January yeah. too. Sanchez moving up. That's true. I mean, Yancey could win that fight. Anyways, I, I'm pretty much talked out Marcel at this point. I got to be honest with you. So let's get out of here, Marcel. Plug your stuff, and we'll get out of here, man. Uh, Big Marcel twenty four Twitter Instagram and uh, Eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section. Awesome, man. It was a lot of fun, again, as always, Marcel. I uh, hope yeah. you guys had fun today as well. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Martin. Podcast is at mmadabricker.com. It's on uh, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. You can find me on bookies.com. Uh, got my best bets coming out tomorrow. MiamiNews.com, mmadabricker.com. I got all the opening odds, guys. Always check mmadabricker.com. I always post the opening odds. I always like to compare the opening odds to what the odds end up being at the end. So it's always a good thing to look at the bookies perception to the public perception. So check that out. Um, and yeah, we'll get out of here, Marcel. Hope you guys have an awesome uh, weekend. We'll be back Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll recap this card. Have a good weekend, guys. Peace.